hit record and we'll get into it. <laughs> I'm really excited for the controversy I'm about to witness. Okay. Hey, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick, and I have two special guests. One is... Sophie! The other one is Manager Ben. Manager Ben! It's Manager Ben. Um, we're recording at Sophie's house. Yay! So Manager Ben is here because so Manager... We deep eye contact yes. when we talk about this book. Deep toots. I'm Ooh. doing performance reviews for both of you tonight, so... Oh, gosh. My performance is always good. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I mean, your promotion's right on this, so... You're you're listening to the Super Lit Podcast? The Super Lit Podcast is a... <laughs> fuck! It's a fuck! <laughs> it's a fuck! Um, the Super Lit Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBT community. I haven't fucked that up in a while, so um, I guess it was like on brand that I fucked it up this time. Yeah, I think I think you're doing a good job. Do you think I can dry swallow this pill? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can try. Or you, you can, can do whatever your heart... Oh, you say your heart too, babe. You know what? You Let's are. do it. Sophie, do you want to do the introduction of our book today? Do I? <laughs> Shit. What does that entail? Reading the back? No, just um, what are we? What are we talking about today? We're talking about love. We're, uh, <laughs> do you want to be a little bit more precise? We're talking about let's talk about love by Claire Kahn. Awesome. So, uh, Sophie suggested this book to us. To us for us. <laughs> the royal us. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to dry swallow a pill, but it's not working. <laughs> Deep laugh into an algene. <laughs> Is that how you take pills? Water first? Yep. I was taught by a doctor to do that because I have a problem swallowing things. I have a hard time believing that. <laughs> so does my mother. Wow! Um, my mom told me once I was swallowing like a huge pill and I was having a really hard time with it. And she goes to me and makes eye contact with me and says, we both know you can swallow that. I was maybe <laughs> like 20. So that's that was appropriate. Um, <coughs> so we are talking about the book called Let's Talk About Love by, uh, I almost said Alice. Wow. Claire Kahn. Claire Kahn. Do you want to read the back of it? Because um, maybe it's your turn. Or do you want me to fuck it up like I usually do? I'll fuck it up this time. Yes. Do it. Hmm. Oh, there's like a thing. In the I was like, is this? My nose started bad? running more after I took that pill. It's getting two whole seconds. It's getting the histamines out. Give it yeah. a minute. It's leaking them. Boop, boop, boop. All right, let's do it. Okay. How? Uh, I already fucked up the first word. We gotta go. <laughs> I at least wait to like the names. Yeah, the first word is a name. It's Alice, but you know. Huh. Alice had her whole summer plan nonstop all you can eat buffets while marathoning your favorite TV shows. Best friends totally included, with the smallest dash of adulting, working at the library to pay her share of the rent. The only thing missing from her perfect plan, her girlfriend who ended up 
ended things with Alice. Confess she's asexual. Alice is done dating. No thank you. Do not pass go. Stick a fork in her. Done. But then Alice meets Takumi, and she can't stop thinking about him, and the rom-com grade romance feels like she did not ask for uncertainty, butterflies, and swoons. Oh my... While her blissful summer takes an unexpected turn and Takumi becomes her knight in shiny librarian employee badge close enough, Alice has to decide if she's willing to risk their friendship for a love that might not be reciprocated or understood. That's it? That's wow, the you, back. You did that. I did that. <laughs> I did that. Read that book. Read it. You read that book. So, I have... Two notes you on my phone. Feelings. I have feelings. You have a lot of feelings. We were, you we almost continued. We almost talked about this a lot earlier, and then we kept having to stop ourselves because we wanted to make sure we were recording. Yes, um, I have thoughts. I wouldn't say negative because I don't. I don't do negative thoughts about books. Positive energy only. Yeah, I try to be as positive as possible because um, I would be mortified tagging an author or an author like finding out about the podcast and like me saying like oh this is the worst fuck like i would literally see myself out <laughs> me talking about uh people like us people like us yeah <laughs> i mean that could have been worse that could have sure. been worse <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> yeah how do i do this um, i had mixed feelings about this book okay maybe that's what i'm feeling okay i really liked alice like, I felt like she was, like, fun, but also at the same time, like, it was, like, <laughs> weird. Um, I don't know how... You, maybe you're used to doing this. I'm not. Um, I feel like if I met Alice in real life, I wouldn't want to be her friend. Oh, wow. Can you explain that? She was really annoying. Wow. I just... Not being able to cook and, like, talking about how much you love to eat isn't a personality trait. <laughs> And it was really annoying. Um, there's like a whole like, there's and a she whole, can cook, which is funny. There's a whole facet of her personality where she's like, uh, I like, I just order takeout all the time. And like, there's like one point where one character's like, let's go out and go for a walk just to like leave the house. And she's like, I don't do exercise. And I'm like, uh, it's yeah, just, and like on the polar opposite, Takumi is like a health nut. Which I think is also annoying. A perfect boy. He's, um, so like three quarters of the way through the book, mm-hmm. my brain malfunctioned and I short circuited because I realized that he's Craig from Dream Daddies. Oh my God. <laughs> An extremely attractive East Asian man who only can think about exercising. Yeah. Literally only exercising <laughs> and like eating well. Yeah. And their partner is like, not yeah I mean you're just like but what if you made me food but what if you made me food until you're sick and then I'm gonna show that I can cook but I don't like cooking because I keep hurting myself in dumb ways in the kitchen yeah he also has two nieces that they hang out with which are just like Craig's twins I'm just gonna keep making dream daddy connections wow interesting um, I didn't even think of that um <laughs> <laughs> wow uh I think the I so Alice is asexual Mm-hmm. She's ace. Um, mm-hmm. And I like that they showed in the book that there was, like, it isn't just, like, one thing being asexual. It's, like, a whole, yeah. like, I rainbow think of a- different forms of people because everyone is different. Yeah. Um, 
I liked that they spoke about that. And she, she goes to see, like, a counselor and they talk about it. Yeah. And he helps her, like, say... She won't say the word to people. Yeah. And, like, her friends know... I think the thing I... That I had an issue with was her friends, but her we'll friends are the fucking worst. Horrible! The horrible people. They're they so are bad. Shitty. They are her. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we just peaked the microphone so bad. I'm so sorry. I'm it's so fine. sorry. You have to edit this later. No, it's That's fine. I'll have headphones in. <laughs> oh no, we're getting demerits. I literally cannot express to you how bad her friends are. I was fine with them until like the last half of the book when they fight, and then just suddenly. Her friend, her one friend, what was their name? Feeny. Feeny turned into a fucking monster and just started, like, would just, like, hated her because nope. she was, like, hanging out with Takumi, who's this new dude she's been hanging out with. And she, like, loses her whole mind because she's like, you don't hang out with me anymore. And, like, you're replacing me. And, like, but then, like, this whole thing happens where Alice is like, okay, well, we regularly go to parties and you dump me because you want to hang out with your boyfriend, Ryan. You want to go bang your boyfriend and I'm supposed yeah. to be okay with it. And you abandon when- me. And she's like, well, we're in a relationship. It's different. I'm like, she literally says we're engaged. She's like, we're engaged. It's like, well, here's the thing, though. You were engaged, quote unquote, and then you pushed your wedding date up. So, like, you weren't, like, literally actually engaged. Like, you were, but it wasn't like, a, we're engaged to get married, yes, like, for tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it's we're like, already- oh, we figured out that there was an open date at the place we want to get married. So, it's like, it's on now. Because you're in, you're literally in college, and you said your thing was that you wanted to wait until Ryan was done with college. Ryan's not done with college, and you're getting married all of a sudden. She just also, is the fucking worst. You left your friend alone at a party, and she got sexually harassed by someone. So, yes, she left the party. It's, I just, I just, and I think I as a, hate it. No, seriously. <laughs> so shitty. And like, Ryan isn't great either. He's just, he seems like a dumb boy. Yeah. He's like very much like a, like, oh, I just want everyone to get along. He's like really passive. I have literally never felt this angry about like a character's friends in a book. Oh my God. Never. Because they're never like this. We've also never read like a book that takes place in college. For the podcast. So I understand that this is stuff that happens to, like, older adults. But, like, if I had been, like, sexually harassed at a party and Mm -hmm. I, like, say I lived with you and for some reason you didn't understand why I was mad at you for leaving me for going to bang your boyfriend. Yeah. I would probably lose my goddamn mind and it wouldn't have happened as slowly as it did for Alice. Because Alice eventually says something. Yeah. But she, like... I just didn't like that it, like, happened. Like, I would never let my, like, anyone, no matter who they are, treat me like that. And I guess it's just different for me. I also, but I feel like you would also say something to me if I did that to you and something happened yeah. to you. Well, I also really didn't like because, like, there's, like, a whole chunk of the book where they, like, just don't talk. Really skipping to the end of the book. I, the whole book leading up to it is, like, fine. I really, I have positive thoughts about it. It's, I think the thing that was, like, most aggravating for me was... The friends. And also, they're, like, very, like... I feel like we're very, like, touchy. Yeah. With each other. Like, you were literally laying on me when you walked in. I was literally, like... I thought this book was going to end with them being in, like, a poly relationship. That's what I was feeling. I was like... I understand being, like... I'm very close with my friend Katrina. Yeah. Um, I have literally commented on her husband's butt before. Like, it's, it's like, fine. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't do it if it made them uncomfortable or it wasn't, like, a joke. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like if I were to just, like, lay on Katrina or, like, kiss her forehead goodbye, it wouldn't be weird. Yeah. But I've 
I've known them since like the same amount of time, but I guess in like the context of the this book, it's it seemed weird. Yeah. Like it was like a weird thing in a relationship. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the thing I the thing so I understand like everyone being mad and obviously like everyone's in college, so they're like super emotional and like stressed and whatever. Yeah. But the thing that like really pissed me off about Feeney is that like her after not talking to Alice about any of the problems they've been having for like weeks, Alice finally tries to confront her and the first thing she does is just start screaming at her. Yep. And Alice like freaks out and like is like Never mind. I don't want to fight. I like hate conversation and starts like freaking out. And then it's done. And like she like is generally like upset because she just doesn't like people with like yelling. She mm-hmm. like is up doesn't like loud noises. Yeah. And I'm like, you've known each other since you were like ten. Why don't you know that you shouldn't yell at your best friend? Yeah. Because they clearly are upset just mm-hmm. by like the volume of your voice. Yeah. Like that was I was like you suck. Feeny is a terrible <laughs> person, suck. but also Alice loves them, and Feeny is very defensive of Alice. But Feeny has like horribly massive like flaws where oh. she like gets into fights at bars and gets arrested. Oh yeah, she's was like that a, explained? No, I think she's just like an extremely aggressive person. Yeah, that's just like. I don't think that's okay for men to be like that, so I also don't think it's okay for women to be like that. I don't think anyone should act like that. It's just not good for people to be that angry. (laughs) And, like, I think that I'm, like, a protector in certain relationships. Like, I have gone after people before. Right. I literally... Someone someone hit my friend at an anime convention with a super soaker, like, sprayed her. She was in a white dress, and she had her period. I literally ripped a yaoi panel, a pa- panel, paddle out of someone's hand and chased this kid and forced him to apologize. And then he gave me his water gun and he was like, you can spray me. I'm like, absolutely not. And I think that was around the time that we became friends. Yeah, I think that's when um, we were friends. Yeah. I think that's when I was like, this kid's cool. Yeah. I mean, so like, I get it. I have, I have been the well, fiend. Okay. There's a difference between being like protective of your friends and being possessive of them. Yeah. Cause first of all, you don't spray someone in a costume. Also, you don't spray a girl in a white dress. God <laughs> forbid. Anything to not talk about this book. No, I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. But the thing that I thought was like cool was the cutie code. I didn't like that. So <laughs> they have it like written down in the back. Oh, they do? Yeah, so that's... Maybe, it's like, a visual would probably be good. Yeah, yeah, it's... Oh. So I thought this was cool. They have... So Alice has this thing called Cutie Code, and it's basically... She codes things and people based on, like... Her thing is she's... She doesn't have, like, sexual attraction to people, obviously. But she finds things like really cute and like the word squee is brought up a lot and it makes me want to kill myself. I literally was like listening to parts of this book and I was like making like vomiting sounds at my desk. Yeah, I'm the, sorry. The squee just like makes you want to punch myself internet. in the head. Yeah. Some things need to stay on the internet in 2004. Yeah. They need to die there. Well like I shouldn't say it makes you want to die but it, it made me want to no, die. No I just those things need to die yeah. on the internet. But cool thing about this book while we're still talking about cutie code. Yeah. Um, this is basic. I don't, it's not a self published book, but it's published through swoon reads. Right. Um, and it was like, you can post like manuscripts to this website. They help you get published. That's really cool. Yeah. So like, I thought that was awesome. So like this book exists because of that. Yeah. Which I thought was amazing. I mean, there was parts of it that I really liked. I liked like some of the facets of Alice's personality. Um, and I liked how, like, 
it handled Ace stuff. Like, I yes. think that was really I good. I think it handled... That's... If we were to take away, like, me being pissy about someone treating her like shit mm-hmm. and her not having someone there to, like, pull them away and be like, don't talk to her like that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't talk to you to me or my son ever again. How dare you? Um, because the person who normally does it was yelling at them. Um, I feel like I... I liked, at, like, the description and the way that they treated Alice's sexuality. Yeah, I think that was really good. Um, no, I think all the parts that I was, like, rolling my eyes at were just, like, any time, like, internet speak was brought up. It was so... Which is funny because we've talked about, like, Tumblr being used in books. It was... You've, Literally, the last thing that we just compare, did... Not to compare different authors, and no. but, like, it just felt immature. But I guess, like, Alice is kind of immature, so it makes sense. But I just got, like... I mean, it, part of it was, like, definitely, like, a secondhand, like, embarrassment. Because I'm I, like, yeah. yeah, this is how I acted when I was 18. Yep. I talked about Tumblr too much. And, like... <laughs> I was and, told like, we weren't supposed to talk about it. And, like, ships. Well, yeah, because, like, if you're too cool. You should, like, don't bring it up. It's, like, a cool thing. Um, But there's, like, I don't know. There's, like, a part where she, like, comes home and, like describes for more than like a sentence which is too much like the episode of supernatural she's watching and i'm like i don't care i feel like people who like supernatural really really love supernatural and i think alice is one of those people yeah the thing i didn't like it which is funny because i like that they spoke about her wanting to do interior design like Mm -hmm. and that's like the thing that she loves and that goes in hand in hand with her like with her I don't, it's like related to her sexuality in a weird way, but like she likes things that are very aesthetically pleasing. And interior design is like one, it's like introduced early, she loves it. And she like thinks about, she wants to go to school for it. She wants to like not be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. She wants to go to school for it, but that's it. Mm -hmm. Like she decides to tell her parents eventually, we're just talking about the book. She decides to (laughs) tell her parents eventually that like she wants to not be a lawyer anymore. And she wants to go to interior design school, like her school offer, like either her school offers it or the community college does. It's yeah. a community college. Um, and she wants to do that. And she decides on this. And there's like an interior design, like internship that's brought up once. Yeah. And never spoken about again. Mm-hmm. And I would have loved to like see where she was with that. Yeah. Because I... Like, that sounded like something that she would have been amazing at. Like, I'm imagining this is a real person. Mm-hmm. I would go to her for interior design. I'm sorry. No, you're no, you're good. You're good. I'm just trying to think about... I think the parts of the book that I, like, super... The parts of the book that I liked and I liked reading mm-hmm. were all the scenes with her and Takumi. Yeah. Because I think they had really good chemistry. I think the way their dialogue is written was really good. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, a good balance of, like, internal monologue of, like, Alice, like, freaking out, like, anytime she talked to any human. Which I think is wildly (laughs) relatable because, like, I joke and say that, like, I'll do something dumb if I'm, like, flirting with someone. Because I can't. Drunk Brendan is very good at it. I'm not. Yeah. Um... I wish I could be more good at it. Yeah. (laughs) More good. More better. More good. Yeah. But, like... That was really relatable. Yeah. And anytime it happened, I'm like, dude, if this person is really as, like, godly as, like, he's being described as, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have even been able to talk to him. Oh, yeah. No, I would have been like, why are you talking to me? Like, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> basically how I talk in this podcast is 
it's truly, I feel like what, I get nervous around guys, so I, like, I don't know how to talk to them. Yeah. So I, I ramble like I do on the podcast. Oh, there's an interview with the author in this. Yes. She has another book that's out, and I would be very interested in reading it. I think her writing style was good. I think it's just because Alice is like slightly um, discussion question cringy because yeah. we're we're thinking of the like how we acted in college, mm-hmm. and that's like very much like I look back at it now and I'm like, what were you doing? Yeah, no, definitely. I don't like it. Didn't feel unrealistic. It was just some of it was like a little bit too like. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can, like, skim and find something. There's a part where, like, she asks Takumi if she can, like, bite his nose, and he's like, no. And I'm like, why did you just ask him to bite That's his nose? That's something that you would think in your head. Yeah. Just keep that thought inside. No, exactly. And it's just like, girl, did you really just... Ha-? So, let me... I wrote, the like, part of the quote down. Can I bite your nose? No, but you can kiss it. Like, and this is before, like, any sort of, like, I guess... Their relationship is weird at first because they are basically dating without dating. Well, they're like co-workers, but they start like hanging out regularly because yeah. Feeny's a piece of shit and like basically like is just giving her the like a silent treatment. So she's like, I don't want to be in my own house. Yeah. And she, my best friend isn't talking to me. She brings up the fact that like it's not fair that Feeny and Ryan go off and do things. Yeah. But like um, she was like. She brought up how they didn't like Margot. Yeah. Is that her name, Margot? Margot was her girlfriend, yeah. Yes. Um, who I thought would reappear in the book. Same. I was, like, waiting. Like, waiting for... I was like, it's going to happen. Last page, I'm like, Margot's going to show up and fuck she's it up. She's going to be like, hey, guys, she's going to be in the cabin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she is the cabin. <laughs> but, so, she brings up while she's, like, fighting with Ryan and Feeney that, like, they go off all the time on, like, family dinner nights. Right. And, like, leave her out of it. And she's like, so I'm just supposed to be okay with it. And f- the fight starts because Feeney was like, well, maybe we weren't okay with you just, like, being with Margot all the time. And it's like, you want me to die and be alone and be, like, single for the rest of my life, but you can get engaged and married and, like, leave me alone? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't a two-way street. If someone who was, like, married or engaged said that to me, I would be like, so you can't be separate from your significant other ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a pod person, you're one person. That's upsetting. It yeah. is. Especially if it's like, we've all been friends for forever. Also, you chose to move in with him instead of moving in with me. At the last minute, oh my god, Feeny was terrible the whole time. The whole book, she was bad. It sounds like she was a well-written character. She just was a shitty person. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. The, I'm not kidding. I know I, I sound like I'm literally taking it an entire dump on this book. I, I liked the book because of how well Alice was written in terms of her like ace natures Mm -hmm. i think i'm looking at like (laughs) well like the tumblr shit was just like oh my god no i'm trying to find the part at the end there's it's like the last chapter they also go on like vacations and stuff like they just go like paragliding and i'm like what college student has a lot of parts where like what college student has money for this there was like a lot of parts where scenes would end like the chapter would end it would be like her and takumi like hanging out like Mm -hmm. in his apartment or something and then the next chapter would start and i'd be like okay this is like the next day or like something at work or whatever and then it would like start and she'd be like i just came back from paragliding i'm like what is the timeline happening (laughs) where are we it's supposed to be one summer also she talks about how she doesn't have a lot of money because she works part-time at the library right but she wanted to go to a bunch of like all you can eat buffets like eat out all the time yeah what but pay rent too what 
Well, I guess, like, her parents were paying for her college initially, so she was only yes. worrying about, like, her bills. Mm-hmm. But... But, like, my rent here in Philly at one point was... The last time when I was leaving Philly was, like, $540 for my bedroom in Chinatown mm-hmm. in a three-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. So, like, working two jobs, so paying my rent and my phone bill... I literally made enough to just do that and maybe yeah. get groceries. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how she afforded to do anything. Where are they? They're in Southern California, right? Yeah, they're oh, in SoCal. What? That's expensive. That, she's, it's the cost. <sighs> so last week we read a book about asexuality as well, but it wasn't like the main course, if you will. It was just It was like, mentioned. It was... It was like there I feel like every time well this I like the way that this is handled because it's not like the main character the main character is queer and it is it, that's pretty much what the book is about is about them being queer and like figuring yes. out her like figuring out herself and like how she wants to go out through the world is that but it's yeah. not like that's what she is. And that's her whole character. Yes, which I liked a lot. But I also super loved in Radio Silence, where it's like, okay, these characters are queer, but like that's not what the story is about. No, um, and it's funny. I feel like that's like the two lanes that we have for the books that we've read. Yeah, is that they're like discovering, or it's established, and it's not like the main course, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then the other course, like the other way, is like it's the main course, but the appetizers are very filling. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe <laughs> it. But like the main course isn't still as important, but it's still important. Yeah. Um, they handled it really well in this book. I think. It, Why I didn't think you it like good. the cutie code? I don't know. I just think it was. I feel like I have this like weird thing where like I know that like this is a thing that exists that people do this all the time where you have like your own like established Mm -hmm. thing for something yeah I don't know I feel like I don't have anything like that and I feel like it's always feels weird and unnatural when it's introduced in a book I think it's like remember how I said if I were to meet a celebrity and they were like Brendan the only way I could be friends with you is if I like punched you or something Mm -hmm. Christina Hendricks so like I feel like that's usually, like, if I look at someone and I'm like, this person is, like, the epitome of, like, beauty, that's, like, I guess my cutie code is, like, that. Yeah. Horrible. Um, But it's really, like, I don't have something like that either. Yeah. But I also don't look at, like, an inanimate object and be like, let me rate how cute this is to me. Yeah. Because I need to figure it out. Well... Everything is either 10 out of 10 or 0 out of 10. Wow. It's, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's the only thing I can think of that is, like, somewhat related to, is, like, I sometimes, like, if I really like a thing, I'll be, like, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Or if I really hate a thing, I'll be, like, 0 out of 10. But I, I don't actually use that as, like, a rating scale. No. The cutie code as part of, like, Alice, Alice's attraction system yeah. was made because Alice didn't understand why she didn't have, like, quote-unquote, like, normal feelings like her friends did. I guess, yeah. And I hate saying normal because uh, it's... That's dumb. That's, like, not real. Um, conventional? Conventional, like, attractions to, yeah. like, boys in high school. Yeah. So, like, this is kind of where it came from. And I understand that. 
because she's just like, okay, well, I need to like figure out why right. I think this blue microphone is like visually stunning. Right. But like this silver one is like, cut that out. I don't want it. It's like makes things a lot easier to understand about yourself if you can like categorize mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And like for her, she looks at her like friends and she's like, wow, they're like, they're a, a yellow. Like they're clearly hot. Yeah. But like nothing's going on downstairs. Yeah. If you will. I mean, I guess like I do that sometimes because like sometimes people will be like, oh, such and such celebrity is hot. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They're not hot. They're cute. Yeah. This person's hot. Yeah. Like, like some, I don't know. Would you I say feel Vegeta's like... hot? <laughs> Daddy. What, what about, what about Bulma? Bulma's a babe. So she's like 10 out of 10. She's the OG babe. Yeah. Yeah. She truly is OG babe. But no, I feel like there's the like. The Olive Garden babe. There's, there is like a distinction between like someone being like hot and someone being cute and someone being like a hunk. Someone being like a babe. I don't mm-hmm. know. So maybe you do have that. I just don't have like, it's not like a. Like something that could be like established a scale. System. It's just like these are the words I use and how I attribute yeah. them to things. Uh-huh. But I don't and know. they're it, interchangeable. Yeah, it felt like a little bit. It just felt like a little unnatural. Mm-hmm. But that was just a me thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just got really annoyed anytime she talked about Tumblr. <laughs> you know, it's funny. There was a point in time where, like, Tumblr was, like, my every single thing. Yeah. So, like, I get this. So yeah. that's why, like, when I look at I think I just, like, get cringy. Well, I feel like when I was, like, when I was at the point where I was, like, using Tumblr a lot and, like, all of my friends were using it, like, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be like, oh, I saw this thing on Tumblr.com. Here's the thing. I'd be like, did you see Tumblr. that? Like, Tumblr.com. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I feel like the way she talks about it is, like, a little bit step back from, like, how a person who uses it as much as she does would say. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just being, like, nitpicky, but I feel like it'd, it would just be, like, oh, my friend's blog, and everyone would just, like, no, I'm talking about Tumblr, because, yeah. like, that's what time it, like, LiveJournal wasn't a thing anymore, like, people oh my don't God, use LiveJournal. MySpace. MySpace. See, like, when I talked about MySpace, I would talk about MySpace. Right. And that well, was like, a different thing. That's, like, Facebook. Like, you wouldn't say, like, oh, my website. You'd be, like, no, yeah. my Facebook page. Like, Facebook.com. Facebook.com. Speaking of .com, guys... Yeah. We have an Audible subscription service. <laughs> we still have that. Our Audible partnership? Yeah, our Audible partnership. People should be listening to the audiobook. The audiobook was good. The oh, yes. Tell me about the audiobook. I forgot I forgot that you listened to the audiobook because you were listening to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I listened to... Well, we're going to talk about On the about spot, that. top Taylor Swift song off the CD. One. Ooh. You get one. You get one. Do it right now. The man. The man? Yeah. Okay. All right. It's it's literally depending if if I'm currently listening to Cruel Summer, it's Cruel Summer. If I'm currently listening to the man, it's the man. I like Cruel Summer's robotic sounds. I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, like I just like the I robot. Yeah, love Cruel Summer feels to me like it's like a little bit more of like a classic, like older Taylor. Yeah. Um, more like 1989, mm-hmm. and like maybe even like Red. And the man feels like really good and new, mm-hmm. but I fucking, it's the, is it Cruel Summer where she just screams in the middle of it? Yeah. That's, I love it Isn't so Isn't it the worst much. thing that, it's so here good. I love you or something like that? No. What's the song where, no. Like, and it's like pulled away from he's the so microphone. That he looks like a, he's, he's like a, he's so pretty. He looks like a devil or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. It's so good. You know, it's I funny. love a scream. I really like that song, and I was like, I feel like this is the one that St. Vincent helped make, and then I Googled it, and it was, and I only knew that because of the robot sounds. Yeah. Because that's not in any of the other Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. And that's the only one that she's done. 
Um, I was saying, I was talking to my friends, though. Also, I don't uh-huh. think, like, any of the ballads are very particularly good. Like, I like them. They're okay. But I really don't think she's, like, written a really, really, really good ballad since Speak Now. Wow. It's my hot take. It's hot, my hot tea. You heard it here first. My hot Swifty take. Yes. Um, I think my favorite, since you asked, um... <laughs> Gee, Brendan, what's your favorite track on the album? London Boy. Duh. I like, I like pop garbage. I liked that until I heard the weird baby screaming sound. I can't, I can't... I never heard it, and I've played it with my AirPods. Um, I... <laughs> I, I, oh, wow. I can't yeah. unhear it now, uh-huh. and every time I listen to that song, I just hear a baby I screaming. I paid a lot for those goddamn AirPods because <laughs> I couldn't charge my phone and have headphones in at the same time. Which is like the most annoying thing with new iPhones. So oh, I'm holding on to mine desperately because I still have a headphone jack. But I mean, mine I can put down on. I feel like an asshole. I feel like an asshole anytime I use them. But um, I always lose my headphones, and I I keep very good track of these because they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, it's like my glasses. Mm-hmm. I pay attention to where I put my glasses because. I had to pay for these things. They're yeah. not something that like came with my phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which I always thought was cool that Apple gave you a set of headphones when you got. Do you not get headphones when you get. A droid? <laughs> no, when you get. when you If you buy a new iPhone, do you not get headphones? No, anymore? you do. How do you plug them in? It has the charging thing. Oh, so it comes the, with like the, the dongle thing that you have? It comes with the dongle? Basically. Mm. But I have to have. You know how I was plugging mine, my phone in and the car to play music? Yeah. I have to have a like a mail to mail cord, and yeah. then I have to have a dongle, and the dongle is the same th- like thing as the charging port. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I literally they made it so you have to buy them because I was so bad at charging my phone, yeah. but I wanted to listen to music at the same time, and I wanted to keep my headphones in, yeah, because I listened to loud gay bullshit, yeah, and you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone's parking outside, and it's very loud. Love it. It sounds like crunching. Well, I'm really glad that we're still talking about the book, and we're staying on track. Yeah, this is what we do best. Um, It's fine. But uh, I still, as much as I wanted to set Feeney on fire, Ryan, not so much. He was just very passive, and I don't enjoy that in person. Um, I liked Alice herself in terms of, like, the way they handled the ace stuff. Yeah. And I thought it was cool that she went to a counselor. Yeah. Which I felt like she should have. Yeah, that was good. But I understood why she couldn't, because she was afraid her parents would find out. Right. Um, I felt like that was, like, very realistically displayed. Yeah. And they Um, talked about black excellence in this book a lot. And her parents, like... I I think part of the reason Alice annoyed me... Well, not annoyed me. Alice, like... I got, like, secondhand anxiety from her. Yeah. Because she's, like, super anxious and just, like put so much stuff off and there's like so many chunks of the book where she's just describing like getting texts from her like both of her siblings and her parents and ignoring them because she doesn't want to talk to them but she's like she knows they're gonna yell at her yeah because they're like everyone in her family is like trying to get her to declare a major because she's like a junior or something she hasn't declared a major yet sophomore she's she's going into her junior year she hasn't declared yet and is that a thing I mean, I didn't declare my major until my sophomore year. I had to ha- go into school knowing what my major was. I could switch it, but I had to go in well, knowing. Well, you went to an art school. I went to a liberal arts school. So yeah. they were kind of just like, figure it out while you're here, I guess. <laughs> Do something. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I just like, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. It's like a specialized school. Mm-hmm. But like, 
so I don't know. Every time she like would ignore her family, I would just get like so much anxiety from it, and I'd just be like, "You need to fucking talk to people, face your problems. Just your dad's calling, answer the fucking phone." Like yeah, like truly. My parents would actually, I feel like, genuinely be worried Yeah. if I ignored them that much when I was in right? a different like, state. Like, I understand, like, being like, oh, I, I, like, I don't have the energy to talk to this person right now. You don't pick up the but phone. But she, like, literally didn't pick up the phone for, like, weeks. No, and she's just like, I don't want to declare my major. It's too much work. Like, I get it. You don't want to go to the thing they want you to go to school for. Yeah. But you consistently putting it off is such, like, a toxic behavior. Of, like, even just having a normal conversation with them. Yeah. Was just, like... But also, I feel like the conversations she had with her mom and her sister uh were, like, cartoonishly wild. Like, her her mom was, like, so aggro and, like... like All the time. Yelling at her and be like, you need to do this. And, like, every time she would call her, like, the first thing she would say would be, like... You still haven't decided yet. So did you declare your major yet? And I feel like that's, like, a thing that I... I mean, maybe sometimes people are like that. I don't know. I feel like I've only ever seen that in, like, TV dramas when parents are, like, that wild. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so exaggerated. It's almost cartoonish. Yeah. I don't know. I never had that issue with my parents because I had to I had to declare my major as soon as I started school. Sure. Um, but, I mean, like, I understand it's very, like, she didn't want to have to have the conversation. Right. But it has to happen eventually. And I, right. I think because I'm the kind of person that's like, it's just, I'm deciding right now this is what's happening. I also am not in the situation where, like, my parents are like, we're paying for you to go to school, and guess what? You're going to be a lawyer. Like, I was never in that situation. Right. So I get that. But at the same time, it's just like, your, your parents are paying for school. And if I feel like you're being kind of like ungrateful, mm-hmm. and it comes up in the book that like someone, it's basically said that, and she understands it, right? But like you're literally avoid like the avoidance is like high, and I just like I don't understand it, and I think it stems from her not being able to come out to her family either. And she says that she, like when she turns twenty one, she'll be able to do it, which means she'll be out of college, right? But like, I I literally can't imagine. Any of that at all. Right. Shrug. Kanye shrug. <laughs> shrug emoji. Oh, God. Yeah. But the... Her parents talked to her about, like, the black excellence. Right. And I thought that was interesting that they added that because I can imagine, like, an older generation of people are saying to you, like, we've always had to be perfect. Right. Like, you don't understand. We've right. sheltered you from a lot, even though you've found things out yourself. Like, we've done a lot to protect you from it. We want mm. you to be good because, like, we didn't have these things when we were your age. We want you to be the best. Right. They make a, she makes a really big point in, like, um, in the book that, like, her, both of her siblings are, like, is her sister, 20 like, years older than she's her. She's 20 years older than her. Uh-huh. So, and, like, after when she was born, like, her parents moved into the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So, like, both of her siblings, like, lived in, more in the city. So they had to deal with, like, being, like, minorities in the city and, like, obviously, like, 20 years previously. So, mm-hmm. like. It's very different. If it's a current book, like, in, yeah. like, the 90s in California. Um, so that's, like, a whole, yeah, I think it is, it also does, like, a really good job of, like, also, like, attributing a lot of. Alice's anxiety about like coming out and like talking to her parents is like mm-hmm. not only is she like ace 
she's also bi, which are both, like, huge stigmatized things just, like, in the queer community, not mm-hmm. even, like, just in, like, the world in general. Yeah. But then she's also, like, a black woman, so mm-hmm. she just has to deal with, like, so much Everything. shit. And she's just, like, why am I, like, adding more things onto, like, my plate that I have to handle? Like, there's, like, a point where she, like, is trying to figure out if she wants to talk to, like, Takumi about stuff, and she's just, like... I don't want to do this. Like, I have to basically, like, come out to every single person I meet. Mm-hmm. Because, like, obviously, like, you meet a person that they don't know anything about you. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't know what to thing. say. Like, her, ther- her counselor brings it up. And she and he's like, you don't have to be, like, the person that's like, yes, this is this. It's just a lot of the time you have to be an educator. And there are going to be times where you can't handle it. Right. And there are going to be times where it's fine. Right. Like, you're going to do it. And I think it's something, did they say something along the lines of, like, if they can't accept it, it's not something you should be doing with them. Right. Like, the therapist gives her, like, homework to be like, okay, I want you to practice coming out to your family. Like, not saying you should do it, just practice it. Like, practice, like, talking about it. Right. And she's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I... I haven't. I have not been to therapy in many, many years. I used to go as a kid. So, like, if my therapist told me to do something, I did it. So it's just funny for me. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize you could just be like, nah, I'm not gonna do that because mm-hmm. I had not to school, do school. You don't get a grade. Well, like, I felt like I did. So, like, if it, I was told it was meant to help me. So, like, I thought I had to do everything. Shrug again. Another Kanye shrug. That I thought that was handled really well in the book. Yeah. But, again, I know I've screamed about this book. I feel like one of those influencers that are, like... screaming, and now we're like, yeah, so this book's great. Yeah. Well, I feel like one of those influencers that's like, wow, this foundation was the worst. My pores are visible, and it didn't pay my bills. And then at the end, they're like, you should buy it anyway. I feel like I'm one of those people right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I... The handling of Alice's sexuality was, like, really, really well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just her friends make me want to punch myself. Her in the friends face. were. Um, That's the, the last fucking, time I'm going to say the that. The fucking worst. Yeah. Takumi was great. He was like maybe a little. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. the whole, I guess the whole point of him mm-hmm. is that he's like so attractive that she's like. Her circuits are blown. She like questions her asexuality because she's like maybe. Yeah. Um, but I was just kind of like, he's too good. He doesn't have any flaws. Oh, and she's like, you're perfect. perfect And he's like, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm like, okay, prove that you're not. And then he doesn't ever. It's really funny that the friends and Takumi are at the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like the friends are like too shitty and Takumi's too perfect. No, and that's the thing. Like he's, uh, code, like code black. So that's like past the highest level Mm -hmm. of cutie code. Uh So her, her circuits are fried. Literally, by this person. And I thought that was very interesting. I really liked Takumi a lot. Um, I thought I wasn't going to like him for a second near the end. I thought I was going to have to set him on fire. Yeah, well, I think that was also, like, a really good... Bait and switch? (laughs) No, but I think that was, like, a realistic reaction to a person who's, like, obviously, like, he admittedly is, like, I've never even heard of, like, asexuality. And then he's, like, maybe starting to, like, think he wants to have, like, a relationship with this person. Yep. And she's, like, yeah, I really want to date you. I want to, like, kiss your face. You're super cute. But I don't want to have sex with you. And he's just, like, 
I need to think about that because that's like a wild thing for me to like understand to have like a relationship with a yeah. person. And he's in not grad have school. Sex. Yeah. Yes. So he's older than her, and I feel like his re- reaction is like very understandable, and I, I get it. I think it was better than Margot's reaction, which was basically making her feel like she was a corpse, because that was also a nickname she had at one point. Not for well, Margot, but it basically made like, her feel like that. Was conscious that like her girlfriend didn't enjoy having sex, but also like made her do it anyway. Made had sex with her a lot. Yeah, uh, Margot made me want to. She was upset. She was only like in the first chunk of the book. Yeah, it's fine. Really glad she never came back. Spoilers: She doesn't come back. Thank God. Spoilers: We started talking about the book by, by the of the end of it. So it's like, fine. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we don't have a format here. No, we don't. We only scream. Scream. Um. So, I have nothing else to talk about. Do you? No, I think we hit all of my talking points. Um, I like the book. I thought it was good. I think yeah. it's like a good um, addition to a queer library because it's like one of the few books that we've, well, one of like two books that we've read mm-hmm. and one of the few books that I've heard about that like has an ace main character. And I think, again, they, as as cringy as like them talking about like internet things were, were I think they themselves were written very well in terms yeah. of like, hand, like again handling their sexuality in it's a just, delicate manner that wasn't like a like some of the stuff is just like like it bothered me just because I'm like just me personally I was just like <laughs> I don't I'm just like Ugh. when I was like thinking about it I'm like in like five years like this isn't gonna make sense to anyone no <laughs> like everyone's be like what supernatural yeah. that show that was on for eight thousand years and finally died in 2019 oh is it the last season the last season's about to happen wow we what are they killed the beast oh really we they... vanquished it oh wow let's bring back buffy anyway um <laughs> yeah i think so that's it so i wanted to let everyone know sophie and i are going to be in ireland for a good chunk of next year uh, next year well next year i, I wish fucking i wish. wish next month um we are going <laughs> you cut you're coming with us the cats are coming yeah we're um, everyone's coming family vacation we're but, never coming uh, back we're going for my birthday next month in september um, and we will be uploading something to our Patreon in September. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to pick out the thing that we're doing, but, um, I just want to let everyone know, I posted about it on Twitter that we have a Patreon, but we have a Patreon. It's super cool. We have, um, content that will be going there and the content is going to be about graphic novels that pertain about, pertain to the LGBT community. I'll get it right one day. Um, One day we'll do it. It'll be good. Yeah. We're going to talk about, yeah. Queer shit. All of their good, good books. queer comic books and yeah. queer graphic novels that uh-huh. I have on my shelf that I need to read. Yes. Not, not Yowie, Brendan. None of that. Well, Probably. some of it might Probably be. We'll that. see. Yeah. I think, it, I think it'll be cute. If we do some like well-known graphic novels. I think it'll be cute if we do some like web comics, mm-hmm. some stuff, some more indie stuff, maybe. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We're still, still figuring stuff out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, we will hopefully have our normal scheduled September 15th episode go up. Um, but we will be in the depths of Dublin at that point. So we might be recording while we're in Ireland. I might walk into a fairy circle and never come back. So <laughs> who knows? Um, but yes, my name is Brendan Patrick. Uh, I, again, my guests, <laughs> she's really, I'm just making an outlander joke in the background and you're just trying to do the outro. That's so We also have Ben, our manager here. 
You all get a promotion. Sick. We all get a promotion. Thank. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ben. Do we have any? Can we make any cat sounds? I don't know. Oh, here's Shadow. Come here, baby. Shadow, make a cat sound for us. Shadow, don't. Do you want a cookie? Come here. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> Literally the worst. All right. Is, just kidding. You're all demoted. <laughs> Wait, no. Wow. No, no, hold on. All right, everyone. Cat. I have one cat that whispers and one cat that only screams. Yes. <laughs> and this one's the one that whispers? Chicken. Yeah. yeah. Chickens. Oh, there's there chicken. There she is. Uh-oh. All right. This is 30-minute outro. I have to go. This cat hates me. Um, oh, God. Uh, all right. <laughs> My name is Brennan Patrick. That's Sophie. We also have Banner Manager and two cats. Yay. Yeah. Outro. Thank you for watching the Super Lit Podcast. Thanks wow. for watching. Bye. See you next week, kids. <laughs>